Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. I am the engineer genre, and I'm and I'm taking over for uh, Mike Dow, and I am uh, joined by Sue Timberlake. Hey there. And Stacey Cooney. Hello. We're strangers. So <laughs> we were off last week, and... Jesus, <laughs> so many things happened. Supreme so many court nominations and everything. Uh, yeah, just it's it's a blur. <laughs> it is. It's a duck blur. So, uh, what did we want to start off first? There, there are so many things. How people could reach us? How? Oh, thank you very yes, much. The, the um, stuff. if you, I. I'm not able to man the computer as much as now, but uh, if you want to reach us, there are a few ways. We have our uh, website, of course, civilpoliticsradio.com. You can follow us on Twitter. That's at civilpoliticsfm. You can go to Facebook, facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio. And uh, you can email us. Email us. It's civilpoliticsradio at valleyfearradio.org. Um <laughs> I just there I'm I'm just I, it's it's astounding me like how much has happened in the last 2 weeks in the last few days. We have like that, 16 items on the headline. Seriously, and we <laughs> it, we were talking about it when we were out in the studio and like what what are we going to talk about? There's so much. So I think what we should start off with is the Supreme Court uh pick. Unfortunately, um, probably. Mr. Kavanaugh that uh he came from the DC circuit, I believe. Yes. Um, and uh, he had, yeah. So he clerked for Kennedy. He did. He worked for. Um, he worked with uh, Elena Kagan. Oh, that's right. Um, that's right. He was uh, in the Bush. Too? He yeah, and he was in the Bush White House um, for a while, uh, which is interesting because uh, some people are asking the the Democrats to subpoena like or to request all of his documents all of the people all of the all of his correspondence and all his paperwork so they can go through it oh, and wow. that would uh they did that with uh lena kagan too yeah and that took a while <laughs> so that would grind it to a halt but what do you guys think um well i don't think that that'll actually do any good no, probably not. um i think that he is basically he is a bog standard pick for the Trump administration. He is clearly uh, pro presidential uh, um, power. So there was a decision he made. Oh, the executive, singular yes. executive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Where he basically said, oh, we can't possibly bother the president with such petty things as criminal investigations or uh he could shoot somebody on the street of manhattan then. basically <laughs> is was an argument that kavanaugh basically made yeah. said said pretty much the only thing that you can do with a sitting president is to impeach them and uh then after they've been impeached you could try and try them but basically while they're sitting uh as president before they're impeached you can't do anything to them which you know there is there there is a legal argument to be made there um i don't necessarily know the case law well enough to really comment on it too much well, look but at i can i can see how that is a a reasonable stance 
in a reasonable world. Unfortunately, we no longer live in a reasonable world. So, well, look at poor Bill Clinton. I mean, he he didn't have to appear, and he did. And the way they got him was on a um, mist, you know, a lie, basically, yeah. right? right? And I can understand why they'd encourage a president not to go through that process, just be- yeah. especially how it is now. The other thing that Kavanaugh did, which I did not realize, was he was one of the attorneys on the Star investigation. Yep. Yes. And I'd love to know what his role was in that and what his, you know, what his... Well, call your congressman yep. or something ask them, ask them to, to <laughs> get Senator. his paperwork. Yeah. Oh, I'll call Elizabeth Warren right up. Thank there you, you. go. <laughs> um, She'd so. probably try and get it, too. She's a... One thing that uh, one case that I that I heard about was uh, there was a a case for uh, an employee that wanted um, compensation from like SeaWorld because uh, they got they got hurt by one of the animals there. And uh, he was, I think, the only dissenting opinion saying that uh, it was a reasonable it was a reasonable expectation to be basically mauled at 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 work if you're working with wild animals. Wow. <laughs> I, I mean, he hasn't again, seen a sort of brutal <laughs> logic to it, but brutal logic. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, yes. There, there was a period of brutal architecture where it was really this harsh cement and eight feet thick and scratchy. Oh yes, brutalist you, architecture. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm you, definitely. Yeah, you ever but, worked at one of those buildings? They're they're horrible. But anyway, so maybe this is the you know the brutal every man for himself. Um, well, I mean, period of the, American culture. Uh, um. Anyways, <laughs> notice I didn't say woman. Yes. <laughs> um. So one of the things that I do know a little bit more about is his sort of broad stance on free speech, which is for the better and for the worse. So, um, the blogger and uh, lawyer. Ken White, who blogs at um, the the website is called Pope Hat, uh, <laughs> and it's him and a couple of other people. But he is a First Amendment. He he uh, writes a lot about the First Amendment. Uh, he's a former federal uh, prosecutor, I believe, um, and so he now is a defense attorney because uh, <laughs> that often happens. But um, he wrote about several of the decisions that Kavanaugh had been uh, had had opinions on. And basically, Kavanaugh seems to have a very expansive idea of what constitutes free speech, which means that he is good on the idea that individuals should have free speech. But he's also, uh, you know, to us lefties, bad on the fact that you know that then extends to corporations and oh, other things hobby lobby can go ahead and exactly. express their free speech by or, removing benefits for or you. campaign yeah. finance you can yeah you know spend as much money as you damn well please regardless of any kind of campaign finance reform so um you know a little bit of column a a little bit of column b there um you know i am for all of my leftiness a pretty strong supporter of free speech Speech. I think that it is um, a pretty fundamental and important thing. Um, I don't always agree with my sort of uh, comrades on the <laughs> ideas of things like uh, hate speech laws. Um, I get it, but I also don't think it's the uh, purview of the uh government to enforce that well that's interesting i'm surprised i i know i'm it's it's a surprising thing to a lot of people but um 
I think that the importance of free speech, because you never know who, it. you never know who is going to be the one making that decision is really what it comes down to. Yep. It's the same with censorship. Who decides? Once you say there is censorship, who decides is impossible to... To, to navigate well. And I know that that's, you know, as I said, I know that's an unpopular opinion on the left. Um, and I get why it is, but it is something that I feel strongly about. Uh, and so, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I, I struggle with hate speech and free speech and where the lines are drawn and when, you know, when is it, when is it a problem and how did it get to be a problem? And it's tough because then there are people that are arbitrating it and, and it's, it's, uh, you know, there are a lot of events out there every day that make you um, wonder where we're going. Of, of course, paradoxically, uh, to some people, I think that it's important for me uh, that I differentiate between state and uh, private. So basically, I think that the state should not be able to uh, curtail speech unless it is actual incitement and things like that. But I don't think that that extends into the public sphere. And so I think that Twitter can absolutely block people for posting, uh, you know, fun quotes about the Fuhrer or whatever. So you or, call it, um, you're calling Twitter public, private? Uh because it is a for-profit corporation. Right. So so private corporations. Oh, private. Okay. And so also... Um, public forum? Private public institutions. So like one of the things that I absolutely um, am for is for people who are trying to do the sort of deplatforming thing where basically they try and... Uh, get their college or university to say no to certain people coming there and speaking. And I think that that's something that's controversial, that people are very much like, oh, you should hear them. Um, but uh, as we actually were discussing a couple of weeks ago uh, off radio, that there is a very important tenant of um, that was put out there by the uh, psychologist, no, I'm sorry, the sociologist, uh, Karl Popper. And he basically said that there is a paradox with tolerance, that you cannot tolerate the intolerant. Because if you tolerate the intolerant, then eventually, you won't have any tolerance, because the intolerant will eventually take over. And so I think that it's very important to continue to have a bright line between the idea of state suppression of speech and private sus suppression of speech. And so I think that those two things are very important to keep separated. I think uh, also what's what's important, especially with uh, platforms like Facebook and Twitter, is that when you sign up, you sign a like terms uh, terms of service. And if one of them is like on YouTube, one of them is you can't have hate speech. You can't. So if they say, if they have the platform and they are saying you can't say this, then they are completely within their rights to say to say that. Uh, if you want to say that like in public, that's fine. You know, if you want to say that on a service that won't police you like that, and that's fine. But it's. It's their system. What if Facebook becomes like a utility? If it's a utility, then it would be regulated through the government. And then if it's a government thing, then it, then you can't do that. So let's go from the application Facebook to the pipe that it comes through. Comcast, you know, the, the folks that control 
uh-huh. the dark mm-hmm. the dark pipe I'll call it <laughs> not the content but you know before okay. it's, before it's lit up so you're so. getting back into the idea of net neutrality yeah yeah right. and what do you and do with speech on that because they're supposed to be uh, you know with the interstate commerce law you know well the thing is is that um I think that that what the the legal argument there is that there has to be a forum for them, but it doesn't have to be you. So, for instance, I know that some hosting sites have, you know, rejected. I know that Stormfront, uh, one of the more famous uh, white supremacist uh, websites that was uh, very popular on the web, was actually dumped by its ISP. Um, they basically said, we're not going to host you anymore. Um, but, you know, there are still places that they can get hosted. Plenty of places, yeah, they can And pay. so that's the idea is that... Um, it's sort of the the idea of, um, and you know, this obviously gets into the weeds in a legal forum. So for instance, it, this also comes into that idea that we argued about, um, you know, before about the idea of, and it's, you know, it's an, it's an argument. There is, there are both sides of it, the idea of how to define, for instance, who can deny service. And so that is like also people say- trafficking folks that- you know the 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 platforms that they're in are are dumping them because they're afraid they're going to be liable. Oh which yeah, is that's a big that's, shift. That's yeah. a incredibly, it, that's incredibly awful. And I mean, we could do an entire show on yeah. the issues of CISA. But we're but talking sort of the boundaries of who who. <laughs> well, I, I <laughs> where it exists today because it's a very complicated world. Where I, I think the I think the line here, like in my opinion, is that the the people that deliver the information. Uh, they should deliver the information equally, um, but the inf- the pipe the pipe the pipe should shouldn't be divvied up. Okay, uh, it it just should be a free a free flow of information, and that's not and to me that's not it's exactly a governmental thing. That is also a commerce thing, uh, and it, it's because if you if Netflix pays more. And then there's a company that can compete with Netflix, and they can't pay for that. Then that then competition is is reduced there. So you want to go to sort of as free market as you can have. And that is the argument for net one of the arguments for net neutrality, uh, the the market thing, the the free flow of information, the the fact that broadband is kind of required in uh, life today. For Tell example, that to people in the hill towns. <laughs> exactly. Well, for example, we we are just um, in the end of of uh, reconciling the um, automatic reg- registration in Massachusetts, which is great. Uh, and someone popped up on my friend's Facebook and said, "This is horrible. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't be automatically registered. You should be registered. Um, like it should be your choice." And I so. It was Saturday and I was bored. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> Am I too loud? Yes. <laughs> okay. So it was Saturday and I was bored. So I said, "Screw it!" And and I said, "Why? That's not true." Because if you don't have automatic registration, then the people that live in the hill towns they can't. They might not be able to get to the DMV. That's like forty minutes away by bus. And the person was like, well, you can do it online easily. And I'm like, what if you don't have a computer? And that's the thing. A lot of stuff, job applications and government sites and all this, they're moving towards online. And a lot of the country, this is 
something I'm really a lot of the country does not have broadband they they just don't have it they yeah. can't get it there's no way to get it they only can, the only way they can get faster than dial up is by getting satellite which is not good using that business class yeah hundred dollars a month exactly yep. it's or or cell service which is insane it's expensive and it's not good it's yeah. still slow no. so in that case with comcast and everything like that in that case that's why i say like they should have free flow information because this is important just to the public now the website that they go to that is different because that is a platform that someone created and that and they are they are dictating like how you're going to use their platform the content part exactly the part. they can say, like if craigslist wants to say we don't want any personal ads anymore they can absolutely do that and they don't sell guns they don't sell pets exactly yep. they can decide they do all eBay those does, says you can't sell human parts that's okay. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm okay, okay with that. With that. So uh, they also had to say that you can no longer sell uh, cursed objects, I believe. Oh, uh, or at least you can't try and sell your soul or something like that. I know someone tried to do that, and they oh, someone sold their soul for like a million, like it was up to like a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I think eBay said no. Oh, <laughs> but um, as an aside, I just before we go too too much further, I do want to say that that uh, issue that you brought up is another reason to support your local library because libraries yes. are an extremely important place where people can get access to uh, computers and the internet and things that and I know that a lot of us take it for granted, but there are a lot of people out there who don't have ready access to the internet, to computers, and a local library is a really important place exactly. for them to do that. And free access to the, there's and access that cannot be uh disrupted they can't say you can't go to certain sites except for and if you need to go to certain sites that are uh like adult only or something they some libraries provide a separate room especially if you're trying to do research on on sex sites or something like that then they have a separate room that you can go to uh but if you go on and you're just on facebook and the librarian doesn't like facebook she can't say or he can't say like you, you can't do that. So that's really a good point. So we talked about the pipe. And then we talked about the content. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that's happening, and you guys know this, I know, but I'll just say it out loud. Mm -hmm. So what a lot of the big companies are doing is they're vertically integrating. So yeah. that, you know, mm -hmm. if you get this, then all this content over here, and, it, and it's integrated just like Microsoft did with your desktop. You know, you you when you bought your PC, the you had Windows operating system on it, and it was pretty good. But the, it used a different browser, and it would it would screw with you if you use Mozilla. And you know, there's ways that people tie things in that are neither fish nor fowl. And so it's it's easy to think about pipe versus application or pipe versus content. And oh, I forgot we're supposed to do a station ID, aren't we? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> oh, you fine. don't do it at the quarter. Oh, uh, quarter mark. I mean, he does it, but uh, fine. This is this is Valley for Radio WXOJOP one hundred three point three FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. <laughs> you are listening to Civil Politics. <laughs> anyway, so but if you if you break it in two parts, you're fine. But what industry does, you know, our beloved industry is that they Your put their hooks. Beloved industry. My, belo my beloved industry <laughs> is they put hooks in and they put you know they put in things that are sort of neither fish nor fowl. Very hard for government to regulate because government is so slow at catching up to the, you know, the technology. Well, they're so. really smart, 
and they have lots of money to yeah. be to to hire smart people. And they push the envelope, and all of a sudden, something on your on your your PC doesn't work, and yeah, I nobody mean, can explain it, and it's because they changed some settings. We're getting into uh, people trying to uh, compete with Netflix, so Disney's trying to Disney and Comcast are, are competing over Fox, and uh, Comcast is trying to uh, buy Sky network in in um uk in the uk uh because they and all that but we should actually talk about something else (laughs) before we do i just want to make my i want to make my pitch for bringing back the sherman antitrust law It's not gone. It's I just know. not enforced. It's right? just <laughs> dead. It may still be on the books, but it has not been enforced. And we need to we need to find someone. We need to. I need to write to. Um, I can't remember the young woman's name who just won in New York. Uh, oh, jeez. Um, I need to write to her and be like, you know what you could do? Take this issue to Washington. Sherman <laughs> antitrust law. Okay, so it's Cortez. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I know it um, sounds really obscure, but trust me. <laughs> the, Sherman, really the Sherman Antitrust? Yes. Is that named after the guy from The Critic? Anyways, we were going to get into something <laughs> else. Okay. Fine. Well, 90s, well, if, 90s cartoon references? No? Okay, got Bad it. 90s bad. cartoon references. Okay, divorce. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so if you're, if you're going to work on the Sherman Antitrust Law, the part that I really think is so important is the tying section, where you can't tie two products together where they won't sell you this. Absolutely. Unless you buy that. Yep. And right now, all our cell phone service in this country is not like the UK where things are unlocked and you can switch and it yeah it's all tied together so you it's, can't it's actually changing it, that's actually it's getting changing. there yeah um but right now if you buy cell service then you you can buy a uh they give you the option to buy an unlocked phone because the the phones the phone is not directly tied to your to your contract anymore they yeah. don't do that anymore but all that stuff that that all lived sort mm-hmm. of in conflict with the law. And until you stop the tying, which is Comcast ties the content to blah, blah, blah. You know, that's where you really get it. When Microsoft created I was going to say that was the Microsoft Windows it, yep, issue. Yep. In Europe, he got yeah. pants. Yeah. But not here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so those those are really important issues. And the Supreme Court's so important. This is going to be interesting to see these hearings. But, you know, there's been no news about him in the last few days. I mean, that was... Last week's news, it's amazing. Oh, well. It just falls right off the... Before we continue with that, just speak, just the, talking about the, the British laws reminded me. Um, civil politics is updating its privacy policy. No? no. <laughs> <laughs> I just went, what? <laughs> I got Every, it. Everybody but is updating a private privacy yeah. policy. Um, so, the Sherman Antitrust Act, I'm going to post a link on the Facebook. That's facebook.com slash radio, radio, and it'll also be on the Twitter. That's um, at FM with the hashtag civil references. So you can be a nerd like me, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brilliant. I think everybody who listens to us is automatically a nerd. But yeah, the UK, Britain has been way ahead of us on privacy in so many Ooh. ways. Yeah. So many ways. Speaking of the UK... Oh, <laughs> they had a busy, yeah, busy they've, week. Okay, so no uh, state dinner for Trump. No, no, they very graciously w- went to some sort of a tea thing and never he, mentioned it yeah. again. <laughs> uh, he had high tea with the uh, Queen today, um, and he had uh, dinner with Theresa May 
um prime minister yeah the prime minister last night uh and the night the day before um he trashed (laughs) nato (laughs) well no uh that was two days before oh yes that's two Uh, days ago brexit the brexit he was like oh they're doing they're not doing brexit right they should have listened to me and uh your immigration is watering down your culture yeah well he's negotiating because he wants a really good deal with with britain Oh, with tariffs. You know, just yeah, just a unilateral two 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 factor oh, yeah. deal. Well, they have a and very, so very, very God very knows they're going to need something when they. Well, he's softening them up. It's like, oh, make make the people you're negotiating with weaker. Oh. Yeah. Always, that's always his tactic: soften them up and then negotiate with them. He does. He, I, I do notice that he has like a one-two punch. He, yep. he, uh, he punches you in the back of the head. And then walks around and shakes your hand. Yeah. Um, and it's very disorienting, and it really puts him on a, a stronger footing. It dissonant creates cognitive dissonance. Yeah, it's yeah. confusing, and then you're like, what do we do? And yeah. that's how... And he says it's fake news he didn't do that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> except there's recordings. And that's the thing, like, a really, really good liar, which he is, a really good liar sticks to the lie no matter what Goebbels, anyone no matter what confab was it confabulations i can't think of the other word for lying something like that confabulation is it complete complete conflate is when you put them together no it's it's confabulations i knew that um (laughs) but before i start you know doing word nerding before no i was gonna say before i start uh claiming my uh my my ability to use uh the um i've forgotten what it is now my mind just went blank godwin's law uh oh, and, and start talking about gerbils we should probably take a uh break and do some psas <laughs> it is getting a little hot uh, in here it is a okay well lovely uh, summer day like like i said before um this is Civil Politics and on Valley for Radio, and we're going to, like Stacey said, play some PSAs and uh, show promos for other shows on this station, and we'll be right back. Brother, if you had seen the things I'd seen, <laughs> your head would explode. <laughs> Have you always loved to read but find it hard to do these days? Forbes Library offers a variety of alternatives to keep you reading long into the night. A large selection of large print books, audiobooks, and easy-to-use ebooks and e-audiobooks are available to borrow. You will find bestsellers, classics, and nonfiction offerings. Forbes Library is now affiliated with the National Library Service to provide audiobooks, magazines, and even the daily news for people with vision loss, difficulty holding traditional book or newspaper formats, and for people with certain learning disabilities. Our staff is happy to help you find just the book in just the right format. Call 413 413- Five eight seven one zero one three to find out more. It's a conspiracy, brother. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about to you right now. <laughs> I can't understand how you don't have a regular spot on Infowars for that, <laughs> Stefan. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in the CD or tape player. Each week presenting shows which can at times be organized orderly and at other times perhaps do not as much so, yet never dull. 
Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Join me, DJ Vinyl Scratch, on the warm heart of Africa. From Cape Town to the Congo, Marrakesh to Mogadishu, and to the New World and beyond, we explore the best in pop music from Africa and the Afro diaspora all across the globe. Once again, that's 7 to 9 p.m. every Wednesday, only on Valley Free Radio. It's Matthew Squire, host of the Matter Day Radio Show. We are Monday, 1 to 2 in the afternoon. We talk to people who are actors, we talk to people who are stunt people, and we talk to people who are musicians, writers, and anything else you can imagine. World record holders have been on the show, but why? What holds all these people together? Well, it's a common love for one thing. Video games. That's right. We've talked to people who hold world records in video games, people who have written and make their lives writing video games, and stunt actors who have done work in video games. So join me every Monday, 1 to 2, on this station to listen to more as we dive into the world and the art that is video games. You are listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM. I'm Mayor David Narkowitz, and I support Northampton's community radio station. Are you interested in connecting with the international community in the Pioneer Valley? Then volunteer to help your immigrant neighbors improve their English and integrate better into their surroundings. Become a volunteer tutor. Take a free 15-hour training taught by the International Language Institute in downtown Northampton. For more details on an application, go to ili.edu or contact Amy at ili.edu. Students come from Africa, Asia, Europe, Latin America, and the Middle East. So volunteer to tutor and expand your world. My name is Amanda Messer. I'm 17 years old, and I'm a student from Turner's Falls High School. Billboard bodies. Does anybody really look like that? Someone could be flipping through a magazine, looking at that pretty girl or that buffed out guy, then go gag themselves. We need to love our looks for what they are, other than what people say they need to be. People can have beauty no matter what they look like. Beauty only comes from the, from the heart, soul, and mind. Most magazines emphasize the outside when it's the inside that really matters. And change in society would be most ideal for everyone. For all the best in Americana, check out Roots and More Tuesday morning from 7 to 9. From blues, folk and rock to Cajun, Zydeco, and alternative country, Roots and More brings you emerging artists, new releases, and older favorites. Tune in Tuesday morning from 7 to 9 on Valley Free Radio. And we're back. And we're back. (laughs) This is Civil Politics on WXOJLP 103.3 FM. Valley Free Radio in Northampton, Massachusetts. I like my radio voice. Oh, that's so good. It's very good. <laughs> that's so voice. good. Uh, this is Genre, and I'm here with Sue and Stacy. Uh, we Hello. were discussing a lot on the break, so that's why it was <laughs> a little bit longer. Um, and I just want to remind everybody, if you want to hear this amazing show (laughs) this episode again or if you're just coming in now and you missed part of it in the beginning you can go to civilpoliticsradio.com and uh on sunday morning there is going to be a podcast version of this show uh up uploaded around nine o'clock so uh if you're interested in that we have a lot of shows there a lot of past shows uh, a lot of special shows that 
you can listen to just off the website or there are links to Spotify and Mixcloud and iTunes and Google Play and lots of other services that we use. So So, uh, we were talking about the Thai rescue. Yeah. Yeah. See, I I saw that and, you know, I've been watching a little of the World Cup and how everybody's, you know, fighting with each other and old rivals. I have to say, to see the teams of people that worked on that and how successful they were in a very chaotic and disorganized and oh my goodness what do we do kind of a scenario and I was really kind of proud of everybody that that pulled together and saved those kids and their coach and um, it 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 reminds you sometimes what humans are actually capable of and uh, you know it's funny I I compare that to what Congress is doing what a waste of time sometimes what they're doing in Congress and you know. uh, that's oh sorry what were we oh, gonna no, say? go ahead um it that honestly reminds me of the i know we we weren't really going to go into it but that 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 dichotomy really reminds me of the uh the hearing yesterday oh. with um the fbi agent c-span my favorite yeah, um, reality show that i mean honestly that it's it's really sad but i was if you I haven't was, seen it it's entertaining yeah yeah. extremely it's comic gold yeah it is and until you realize sad. how depressing that he's is. the fbi guy that got thrown off the Mueller investigation because of his text to his girlfriend well the, the 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 clinton email um investigation yeah um he was he was he was in charge of that and the and the russian thing too and because he was like higher up in the fbi and he was texting with uh an fbi lawyer who he was having an affair with, uh, blah, 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 and uh, about how it's important that they do this this investigation now that, that he's uh, the candidate, and it seemed like, it, it basically seemed like they, he was uh, favoring Clinton in the investigation. So he needed to stop Trump. I mean, that was pretty, <laughs> yeah. was pretty blatant. But, you know, you say things to your family that you don't say. Yeah. I mean, I I go home and say things about my job that I would never say in a public forum, and they're just you know they're yeah. blowing off steam. And the big thing that I that about him is he shouldn't he should have had a burner, yeah. man. He should have said it. He should have said it. He should have called her. He's an FBI agent. He yeah. should have covered his tracks better. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, really he's not does. CIA. So, <laughs> but still, but still, it really does make me worry about the state of our intelligence community. Quote unquote. Yes, exactly. Um, but um, yeah. I really would like to bring it back to yes. uh, the Thai cave um, rescue because, I mean, I do think it's important to do that. I think it's important to acknowledge all of the great things that happened. Um, I think it's very important to, uh, and I know that I, for instance, on my Facebook did my, you know, the absolute minimum amount of like, you know, being a good personness, which is that I I uh, pasted on my wall the the portrait of the uh, Thai um, special forces um, the the diver who died, oh, the one who died because there was no oxygen. Right. In that. Yeah. Because they miscalculated. You know, and, you know obviously they uh, everybody miscalculated. The yeah. absolute minimum anyone can do ever is to pay some you know, to put something on your Facebook wall. So, you know, I acknowledge that. But oh, I think I, I, that... I got you. I clicked a like <laughs> on something about it. I'm sorry. I'm having such a generational like. <laughs> that's, oh, my goodness. That's the absolute least you can do is like, oh, sad face. Yes. And then and then like go play video games. Yes. Okay. Please um, continue now. So, <laughs> oh boy. One of, but but that that aside, uh, one of the things that I was talking about um, 
is the idea of what we choose to care about. And I think that it's oh, that really everybody for weeks. Now. Yeah. And it's, it, and because it's, it is a very gripping tale. It's, you First know, young boys. Him, and then they found him alive and then it looked like there's no way they could get him out. And, and yeah. And, and then, you know, they were able to do it and it's wonderful and amazing. But, you know, I just think about the fact that there are people in Puerto Rico who still don't have power. Um, and there are, well uh, children in, uh, God knows where in this country who have been taken away from their 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 family. Um, And while yes, there has been public outcry about that, uh, I'm not I'm not discounting that. I you know again did my sort of minimum duty and uh, was it two week two Saturdays ago or last Saturday, Uh, one or the two no two Saturdays ago I went to the to the uh, the sort of abolish ice. Uh, you know, bring the families home rally, uh, actually on the Belchertown Common and shout out to the folks there. There was a lot of people. I was surprised. It was, it was well organized and it was, there were a lot of people there. Luckily there was shade. So that helps. Um, (laughs) I'm sure there was shade. But it hasn't been on the six o'clock news, little bits of it, but it's not like the tie. I mean, they'd give 10 minutes every night to what had happened and hadn't happened and what the worries were. Yeah, it's weird. Maybe they're trying not to sensationalize the little kiddos, but I well, no. there's got to be no, a way it's to. The- it's the it's the psychology. So basically, the way it works is that the more people that are affected, the less we care. And so it's it's a very Climate straight. Change. It's a very straight <laughs> curve. Um, you know, if yeah. it's if it's one person and something sort of really you know tragic and awful happens, we care a lot about that. But if it's a thousand people, if it's, you know, the people of Puerto Rico, if it's all of these kids. 3,000 immigrant families that have been split up. And we just, we can't, there's something about the human mind that has a problem with being able to hold on to that. And, you know, I mean, but that's not an excuse. I understand why it happens, but we need to do better. Um, I think that that's really what's a problem in this country is that we need to do better at figuring out how to deal with proportionality because again you're absolutely right that is the problem with climate change is that all of these people who are in congress they don't care because they don't see how it affects them because they're going to be dead before it really kicks up and so they'll you know take their money to the grave and be perfectly happy because we're humans are again terrible at planning for the future people care about their children though i that's where i don't quite get the it disconnect that's the that's the smaller um like it's happening to their children but climate change isn't happening to their children or to their friend if the if climate change caught if there was a if someone said look this is what the climate change caused this flood that flooded my farm and you're and like in and you're my friend then that person would probably care about climate change senator there i remember a senator like a while ago that um he was uh he was homophobic basically and he was all he wasn't for uh uh gay rights or gay marriage and then his his son came out to him he's like by the way i'm gay (laughs) and then then he was like oh 
Well, let me I look should, at these laws again. Yeah, let, well, let, me, let me let me let me let me let me check <laughs> this now. This. Yeah, exactly. And but of course, good for him for actually doing that because yeah. not everyone would. But they would do the, it quietly, but not publicly. Change there. The other thing with the Thai with the Thai story is that it is a story. It it, it has a narrative. Yep. Um, yeah. There Beginning, are producers on the middle, ground. There is going to be a movie. And, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, like already, they are optioning the rights, but they. This this has a beginning, middle, and end. Humans love stories. We we, we communicate stories. in stories. We are we are unique in that we can have we can create stories. We have imagination, and we can we can make make uh, a creative leap in different things, and we can create things like motorcycles. So, <laughs> um, when so if you have the if. On the one hand, you have uh, these thousands of children that are separated from their families. There is no story there. That is a bad thing that has happened that needs to be fixed. Right. But the tie... And that's why the, the news tries to grab one kiddo exactly. that came across with their grandmother and still yep. is separated from The it. Olympics is a great event. But when and you watch the Olympics, right? then they do the yeah. individual stories yeah. and they're like, this guy is amazing. You should look at him, you know, and that is why people care more skater, about his sister died the exactly. last time he raced. But this time we're going to do you guys know about Plain Bay? I don't know. OK, so there on Twitter a couple uh, a week or so ago, um, there was a there was a. Uh, a woman and and her partner and they had separate seats and the they asked someone if they could switch seats oh i saw this story right <laughs> and they said uh and then they were telling telling each other like oh what if what if the love of her life set, sits down next to her and so they were instagramming this guy apparently this hot guy sits next to this this woman and they they hit it off and they're they're live basically live streaming the whole thing thousands of people were paying attention to this what an invasion of privacy but what a good story (laughs) yes it's a story (laughs) this is a weird random thing but everybody was caring about it because it was a story It, it seemed like a movie and that's why people care a lot of people care about things even though they probably shouldn't. I did. I retweeted it. Yep. I thought it was cool. Yep. And then I thought, wow, that's not okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not okay. Yeah, it's not okay whatsoever. We all live vicariously through people that we know. I'm having friends. the old, I'm having the old woman moment over here being like, no. No. <laughs> that, the woman did not want to be he was the guy was on Good Morning America. Oh, so he's cool with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they the, all those three were the woman did not want to have all this attention. And people figured out who she was. And now she deleted all of her accounts. Yeah. She's off the I internet. I saw a piece on the news like last night or to, or this morning, early, early. And they were saying that um, they were not going to identify her. They were not going to show her picture again. They had shown it right. like three yeah. nights before. With her, with her face all scratched out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and, I and they think said they that... weren't going to show it again as deference to it. It's like, what, what, how did we lose all this privacy? Well, they, I mean, that's because we care thing. about the yeah. stories about the all story, the people. and that's why, and and I think that that is why we care about certain things. We don't care about other so things. Insightful, actually. Um, the the other thing is we care about things that we care about. I care a lot about the broadband thing. It gets me really heated, but that's because 
I care about computer stuff. <laughs> well, it's really you know? interesting. Um, on the uh, YouTube, on YouTube, I you know I watch a lot of YouTube, and one of the things I'm subscribed to is the Economist's YouTube page. Uh, a lot of you know places have YouTube pages where they actually do videos. The and magazine, the Economist. The Economist, yep. Oh no kidding. And uh, so they sometimes do little polls because they're like asking people, and so the poll was they had basically been talking to one of the sort of inventors of the World Wide Web, um, that sort of protocol. And he basically was lamenting the fact that it had not gone quite to plan. <laughs> Their great vision was, yeah. Was it supposed to be an educational tool? Oh, and now we're it's looking supposed at to cats. bring people together. Oh, no, Nazis. Now it's full of Nazis. Yeah, there's, basically. There's a literal thing about Nazis. There's a law about Nazis. And so, you know, and, and the poll was basically like, do you think that, like, ultimately i can't remember it, it was a weirdly phrased poll like i didn't vote this turn out because well i didn't or, yeah. I, I didn't like the way that it was phrased but i thought it was really interesting that they were talking to this guy who had been very formative in the creation of the web and was now you know kind of looking at like you know just basically like frankenstein's monster what is science um, done <laughs> yeah yeah um and i thought it was a really interesting thing to think about is that you know i think that the real I think that the problem with privacy is that is a lot to do with the internet because basically the internet has made it available to people in a way it never was before. And, and you can't get it, you can't clean it up either. Exactly. So it's once it's and that's a that is a truism of the internet. Yeah. So for anybody who is not internet savvy and is listening, once it is on the internet, it is on the internet forever. Yes. You, sort of you like can you can try a... and scrub it all you want. It is on the internet somewhere. Somewhere someone has already screenshotted it, has already uh, taken a picture of it. I mean, uh, you know, everything. It's it's on there forever. Well, you know, in a small town, it works that way. That You do something, everybody knows. They don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. But three generations later, you know, people, people are still, still remembering yeah. right what you did and it's it's a funny kind of familiarity because that a lot of people move away from small towns to get a little more anonymity but now with the internet and you i know, think your story is yeah and i mean of interest to i don't want to blow that up because um you know again another reference there's a great um comic uh xkcd yes. and he has a uh one of the most famous ones he did was basically he took a bunch of headlines from all of these you know, uh, yeah. newspapers and things talking about how basically, you know, uh, <laughs> talking in 1888 about how like, you know, letter writing was going to ruin <laughs> everything, how newspapers were ruining everything, Cars, how radio ruined everything, how TV, you know, and it just goes, keeps going in in cycles. So it's not like the internet is actually the thing that's ruining things because everything, it's just change, but know. it's, but it, it, I think that in some ways it does have a fundamental different um, uh, reach because it's so universal. Because those sorts of things, like, yes, you could write to someone across the world, but it would take a month. Whereas now you can talk to someone on the other side of the world, uh, you know, and some of this through tele telephone beforehand but still like in the in the age of the internet like google can strip your email and compartmentalize it and resell it in aggregated data in and seconds that's, and that's the thing is that it's a real um 
you know, it's a real unknown quantity for a lot of people. They still don't quite get uh, why things are the way that they are. And so I think that that's the problem is that there's a lot of people who still don't get, you know, why is it that I put this thing on the internet and now I can never get it off? And it's just because it's a fundamentally different thing. You know, you can burn a letter. Yeah. People used to move to a, you know, to another country yep. to, to, to get their anonymity back. And now you so, can't do that. I mean, yeah. and, and for better and for worse, yeah. uh, I think that for better... All those bad doctors that would just go to another state. Yeah. 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 Yeah, all that stuff is harder yeah, to do now. I killed three people, and now I'm going to move to Canada <laughs> and kill more. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to move to Mexico, and you can't follow me. Yeah. You know? No one will know. Unless you're a law enforcement officer. Okay. <laughs> Bringing it down. But anyways, I uh, just had to put that out there that, you know, rules don't apply to everyone. Anyways. Okay. Um, um, <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Um, Those that make the rules are the ones that are going So one to. of the things that's not on here that I think that uh, might be interesting to talk about, though, is right with that is uh, sort of the, the new phenomenon of uh, sort of actually making people accountable by putting them on the Internet when they do oh, things. shame them. Yeah. So like when. Internet, inf- internet uh, sleuths. Internet detectives, not even internet detectives, but just for instance, the the uh, sort of new uh, terrible need for sort of the uh, you know hashtag X while black, for instance, and so a lot of terrible white people, and I say that as a lily white white person, a lot of terrible, terrible white people doing terrible things out there. And I think that it's so good that they're being caught out on this. Yeah, and that that actually, because it, it oh, exposed like it. and Yeah, yeah, like like Permit Patty. And, yeah. yeah and the one today is um, the bus driver that wouldn't let the guy get on uh, Martha's Vineyard. There was a bus driver, and they caught him on, on video <laughs> telling this guy he was black. He couldn't get on because he was black. Yeah. And they got him. He's fired. Yeah. He's like so fired. Yeah, and that, that would have taken years. That lawyer in uh, in New York, um, he's not a racist. No, the uh, <laughs> the the um, the guy that was called out, like someone thought that they he jumped the fence to use the pool where he lived in the complex. I yeah. saw, I just saw that. Um, <sighs> we could just list so <laughs> yeah, many things, that, yeah. and I was I saw the you know what I and everybody I, looks I am, at the video because it's one person and it's a story exactly right? exactly 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 <laughs> and that's that's how you care about it, it. yeah um i look at all of these things as a black person and i'm like oh i i actually put on twitter my twitter is at press start bfr by the way um <laughs> i put on twitter i, I i'm seeing all this stuff i see you wonder why some black people don't really want to leave the house and then i think you know what? Someone's gonna call the cops because they think I broke in and or I'm a squatter <laughs> in this in this white woman's house. <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> okay, we should call the cops. You know, like we we have. Can a, we just be? Can, can I, I just be? Can I tell you a joke? We we ha- that happened just, in Belmont. Let me just tell you before that we we do have a story about that that we will not tell. But uh, from, on the air yeah. from from many years ago when um we were pulled over. Oh Jesus! On the highway. Uh, oh God! Yeah, so no. I mean, we yeah. could. Is that going to be the add-on session that you? Have? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, you're no, just no, no. teasing no. the audience. Yes, yes, um, we are. The, so you you tell your joke, Sue. So quickly, uh, mm-hmm. Belmont is what well, used to be a very racist town, and uh huh. 
the you know John Birch Society was there. Used to be, huh? Worse, used to be worse. Okay, there we go. go. Um, (laughs) And there was a very lovely black man who I think was VP of one of the government agencies in Boston, and he bought a really nice house up on the hill in Belmont Hill, Mm -hmm. and he was out mowing the lawn. (laughs) Oh no! And somebody came by and questioned him, and they were giving him the hardest time. And he's a very sophisticated man. And they got to a certain point, and he says, yeah, not only do I do the yard work, but I get to sleep with a lady inside the house. Ah, oh. <laughs> the guy closed his window and drove away. <laughs> I do want to uh, end with a with an actual story um, that about doing things while black. So a while ago, um, we were living with a friend, um, and we had to get rid of some trash. Yep. Uh, we, we were living in Northampton, and... I said, well, I'm, I can go, but we need a car with a sticker to go to the, to the transfer to the station. Yep. He had a sticker. So me and our friend uh, who did the, the, open, the views and opinions opening, actually, uh, we went to the, the, gar- the transfer station on Saturday Route or 9. Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. We, his car did not have a sticker. He's kind of forgetful. For months, he didn't have a sticker. He has not been pulled over. I'm driving a His mile car. to the station to the thing. They don't know it's not my car. They pull me up. They pull me to the side. You're like, you know, you don't have a sticker, right? Oh, you mean Why? the police pulled you a yeah. inspection? Oh, yeah. st- I was thinking yeah. dump sticker, inspection no, 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 no. sticker. No, yeah, they his, checked you immediately. His sticker, his sticker was like months out of date. <laughs> He's been driving every day. He's white, by yeah. the way. He is yeah. white. Just in case yeah. you couldn't grok and, that. No, I totally yeah. got it. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's outside, like what? <laughs> yes, it's true. And here so, in Northampton, yes. yes. That, so that. Think, think, just ending on that, think about how in, just in normal life, when, uh, if you just get randomly pulled over by the cops for the, for the most insignificant things, how that might affect how you might relate to other people. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> on that great on note, that great individual note. stories with really good and that was a, and a story and and that's the thing if you care about one person or one story then you'll remember the actual problem that that story represents so i hope that uh some people are listening that can relate to that story that note that can tell their own story and if you want then please let us know it's civil politics radio at valleyforradio.org or tweet at civil politics fm you can uh go to facebook.com slash civil politics radio and send us a message why don't you let us know like when uh when uh people screwed you over because you're like a woman or you're black or something that would be interesting I want to hear it personally. So thanks for <laughs> Tell listening. Us your <laughs> Stay tuned for Stay, Wendy. I, I got it. Stay tuned for uh, Wendy with Subculture. Right out. Right after this, we will also have a table of contents and OK Asia. It's a great music block starting at eight o'clock on on Valley for Radio, going all the way until two a.m. So uh, stay tuned for that and have a good night. This show is part of the Planetside Productions Network. For more information, please visit www.planetside.pro and thank you for listening.